My name is Cass and I'm the founder of Fatco, where we use these guys to make this stuff. Let me explain. At Fatco, we specialize in making natural and organic skin and body care products, many of which contain tallow. It's nutrient-dense and healing. It's extremely high in vitamins A, D, K, and E, all super important for skin health. It's natural, it's healthy, and it's sustainable. People are saying, oh yeah, when you're finals MVP, you are not the best player on the planet. To me, that makes no sense whatsoever. I don't care if it's a week, two, four, six, seven, eight. Who do we appreciate? LeBron James. That's who y'all gotta start, start appreciating. And you gotta stop disrespecting this man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Private Takes Podcast. As always, it's the ugliest motherfucker on the internet. Pride joined by Chris. Gonzo, how you feeling, my guy? I'm feeling pretty good. Been watching a <clears throat> good afternoon of fights here with Bellator. Yeah. Getting ready yeah. for the NBA playoffs tonight. Yeah, hopefully. We'll watch the Reds probably lose again, but I think they're going to be on rain delay for a little while. <laughs> Dog, I feel so bad for Reds fans. I really do. Uh, um, they're starting petitions. They want, uh, they want the owner to sell so somebody will buy the team they'll spend some money. Yeah. Honestly, I, I the sad part about it is like let's say let's say ownership decided to spend money, who would they go get? Yeah. That's the sad part because, a like we just had the craziest free agent market they ever. Let, they let too many people go off last year's team. Too much pitching and way too much. And too, they had a lot of hitting. With, and, 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 and then the man they gotta get a new manager. He left. David Bell. Left Hunter Green out there yesterday to give up five home runs in three innings. Come on now. You see, you don't have it. Get him out of there. I don't know. I don't know. You can run I feel, your pitchers that way. I know. I know, but I would have done the same. I would have left him in there. Because, yeah, listen, that's a veteran right there. Yeah. So, that's a guy that you can. I'm just saying, that's a guy I, I would say, look, write it out. Get yourself out of it. Cause he had some uh, first two games he was throwing in the hundred or higher. He last three starts he's been at ninety six. Oh yep, he's lost some velocity for some reason. Something's not right. A lot. Like the fastest pitch I think he threw was like ninety seven. I think I think is when he peaked. Yeah, which well, is weird because like you said, the dude was out here ripping one on one effortlessly. It looked like last three starts he has or had it. I don't, no, I don't know what's wrong. Mm-mm. I don't know what it is. It could be um the really confidence. terrible. They're just they make little league plays. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. It's why. And if I'm mistaken, isn't this like the worst start in franchise history? Not like that. Yep. And then the, they lost, yesterday they lost their thirteenth road game in a row. That's their worst uh, start on the road in uh, since 1933. They won three and so, then the Phillies choked a 7-1 lead in the, in the last inning. God bless Philadelphia, by the way. Won three games so far. They're going to be they might this they might just set the record for the least amount of wins in a season this year. I would go for it, why not? Yeah. Let's make history. We're, what about did we're already out. We're not going to go nowhere, so <laughs> Right, yeah. <laughs> we the playoffs. Right. You're like so, 13 games back. Yeah, so listen. Make go make history. But um we got a packed show for you guys. 
The four playoff games that we have coming on, two today, two tomorrow, we're going to talk about those. And tomorrow night, UFC seven, uh, 274, headlined by Charles I Can't Make Wait Oliveira against Justin. This is going to be my final opportunity, Gaethje. See what happens with them. Plus, Rose, Thug Rose Nama Yunus is going to defend her straw, uh, her, her women's strawweight title against Carla Cookie Monster Esparza. Um, I don't care what gender you are. If I lose someone named Cookie Monster, I'm retiring. I was gonna say that has to be one of the worst uh, nicknames for MMA fighter. One hundred percent. Like I, I remember, I was talking to one of my friends. Other than we were the, talking. Uh, we were Audrey talking Philly, the Audrey Touchy Philly or whatever. That yeah, was oh my, yeah. yeah like, he was like, we were talking about like people with nicknames who if they beat you, you would have to retire. And I said, look, John Jones, if he has the nickname The Tickler, I don't care how great he is. If I lose to him, I quit. Okay. Yeah. If Alexander Gustafson calls himself like, like, he he ha or something like that. I I'm I'm quitting. Like I think Cookie Monster is one of those. I think if you lose someone in Cookie Monster, you gotta retire. And it's a shame too, because Carla Spars is a war. She's a banger. She, she can fight. She's improved so much too since oh my she just came on the Ultimate Fighter. What? Oh my god, she looks completely different. But again, Cookie Monster. So you know, if you lose, you gotta retire. Um, but also Mauricio Shogun, who was going to be on there facing OSP, the same OSP who gave John Jones some trouble all those years ago. All those years, way, 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 way back in the land before time. Before we get to there, start with NBA playoffs. Yesterday, there was no games. I was just confused. I really was. What confused me was the Celtics. We get. Like the Celtics and the Bucks and the Warriors and Grizzlies get this long, long yeah. rest period. I don't understand why they got an extra day compared to everybody else. And I'm like, and again, I'm a Celtics fan, but that confused me because I'm like, of all the teams in the NBA, I feel like Philly or in the playoffs, I think Philly would have needed that extra day for Joel Embiid. So why? That perplexed me. Yeah, because I thought there was going to be games last night. And then I got on and I was like, wait a minute, there's no games tonight? And I looked. And right. And then I thought, okay, if there's no games, that means uh, the Bucks and Celtics are going to play Friday. Today? Yeah. And the other ones play Saturday. But no, that it was reverse. It, it, it was, it's so bizarre. Uh, I So I, I, I looked into it and everything. Turns out this was the schedule they were going to do the whole time. So it's not like anything changed. This is what they were going to do. But I don't know. I just wanted to say that it, that it was weird. And again, I'm a Celtics fan. But for us to get that extra day of rest, especially when there's a team like, I don't know, like Philly, maybe I, Dallas could have used an extra day to kind of help Marcus Smart a little bit, but he was already planning. On I was, yeah, I, I, exactly. I was about to say like that extra day doesn't really help us that much because Marcus Smart was going to play game three anyway. So extra day could really help Philly with a mead without a shadow of a doubt, without a shadow of a doubt. Like I said, there's one team in the playoffs that needs it. It was, it was Philly who would need it. 
But um, let's start with this first game. Um, Chris, you said this is your favorite series. This is the 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 matchup you're looking forward to. The Miami Heat will travel to Philadelphia to play the 76ers. Who do you think gets the win? I think the Heat get the win, even if Embiid does play tonight. I don't think he's going to play, just from what the reports I've heard about his eyes still bothering, uh, being sensitive to light. And uh, if you've ever had a concussion, it's, they're tricky to come back from. I hope to see him play so we can maybe have a better series. But if he don't play, there's no. I don't think there's any way the Sixers beat the Heat because James Harden isn't showing up. He's going to get you 16 points and maybe seven or eight assists, but he's not going to get you 30 points, 35 points like he used to be able to. If he can do that for just one game, if you can do this for literally just one game, like 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 let this sink in, ladies and gentlemen. Close your eyes for one second. This is how low. The ceiling has now came for James Harden. If you could be great for just one game. Let that sink in. This is a guy who was a superstar. Who was supposed to put, you know, make the Brooklyn Nets unbeatable. Who was supposed to bring the Philadelphia 76ers to a whole nother level. We are now asking this guy. A former MVP, a former franchise player. We're asking for this guy to have one great game. Do you know how bad that is? What a fall from grace. Frankie goes, Miami will win, but they're still fucking ass. 110%, bro. Um, they'll go uh they'll go up 3-0 when B comes back at 76 is win the series 4-3. That's how ass Miami really is. And the sad part about it, it's because they can't guard Joel Embiid. You can't, you got no one who can guard Joel Embiid. You know? Um, but man, like, uh, Chris, how bad is it that, how bad we're looking at James Harden? That all we're hoping is you can give us, give us one game where you drop 28. This is a guy who back in the olden days, bro, back, like, you know, back then, you know what I mean? Back when dinosaurs, okay, we're like, like, we're talking about him like he's like Udonis Haslam's age. And the guy is not even that old. How bad and how, how bad of a situation is Philly in that you are scared to rely on James Harden just for one game? Oh, yeah. Harden's days of getting max contracts are definitely over. This dude, he's fell quick. Like you said, just what three years ago, he was in Houston and balling, and then he went left there, went to where to get traded to, and forced his Brooklyn. way out of there, Brooklyn. Oh, Brooklyn! After he forced his way out of Houston, went to Brooklyn. Now he's got out of there. I think he got out of there a lot because of Kyrie, but that's just I don't think him and Kyrie and well, they ain't even Durant. I don't think they were seeing eye to eye on stuff, and looked like. A good mm -hmm. decision because the Bucks didn't go nowhere or the Nets didn't go anywhere anyway. But the Sixers, it's it's bad because where's Harden going to go from here? If, I mean, the Sixers, what with this contract, they'll probably have to use them again next season. But after yeah. that, who's going to sign him to a deal other than maybe he's going to turn into a bench player? I was about to say, I think 
I, well, I'll be honest. I do think he starts. I'll be honest with you. I do think he starts in some places. But. but I mean, if he wants to continue. I think. I, I think. Right. I, I think at this point, he's a he's a superstar in name only. I think where we're, how we're going to be looking at James Harden is just. Look, we like you. You're a cool dude. But let's just call it what it is, bro. You're just not it right now. And that's just done. Listen. I don't like. I don't. I don't. I feel like I'm being a little too hard on James. You're not being aggressive either. No, you know I mean? but he's no. not even looking to score. No, be, be, because I. What I'm starting to see with James Harden, he sees the moment. The moment is too big for him, and he he now knows. It's almost as if every time he sees the moment, he sees his series against the Spurs. He sees his clip. His. The, the two games he had without Chris Paul against Golden State. He sees what his, his performance against the Clippers. He sees that all of that, it goes in his mind, and then he panics. He doesn't know what to do. And, and lost, it's a shame, too. Confidence. Rest. And the sad part about it is, like, I think where he's at in, in, in this, at this point of his career, you he can go and find his confidence. I don't think it matters. I really don't. I, I I don't. I I don't think it matters. I think he's in this awkward situation where he's screwed. He's screwed. He's gonna get that. He's gonna obviously he's gonna opt in, get that last the last year of his contract. I mean, after that, bro. I mean, maybe there'll be a team that'll reach. Maybe, but dude, you're not getting it, bro. Uh, Frankie says Clay Thompson is the Westbrook in this series versus Grizzlies. I said what I said and I meant it. Um, dude, Clay is like Shaq from three point line this series. It is abysmal, bro. The dude is just like, I don't know what he's doing. I don't know if he's a basketball player or if he's a volunteer trying to build houses for the poor. I mean, the amount of bricks this dude is given Golden State right now is wild. Especially if you consider if Clay is just a portion of what he really was. Now he doesn't have to be Clay Thompson. He can just be just Thompson, right? Golden State is probably not only 2-0, but both wins are both both wins are double digits. But Memphis in seven. But we I, I think we both agree. Um well actually no, I'm I don't know. I'm gonna go with the Philly. I'm gonna go with Philly. I'm gonna go with Philly. Oh, you're going with Philly this series? I'm going with Philly. No, 100. Bro, listen, listen. Miami could be up 4-0. I still won't trust them. <laughs> I, I there. I cannot trust this team. I've I've called this in my opinion. This series is the 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 battle of the untrustables. I don't trust Miami. And I don't know if I trust James Harden anymore. So I I, I don't really know. <laughs> so so it's like, yeah, I'm telling you right now, man. If if my guy, Joel and B comes back, bro, that's four straight that the, that Philly could win. Because on this on this soft, this soft team that has no interior presence. Yeah. Joel and is averaging 30 easily. Easily he's averaging 30. Like, uh, Frankie says he got hyped on one on on game one win with the final defense. He didn't even do shit. Job forced that layup. He thinks he stopped it. Hey, Clay, your ass. <laughs> Fuck Clay, man. 
He hasn't been the same since he came back. That's for sure. Chris, did I tell you how much I hate uh, Golden State or how much I hate Steph uh, Steph Curry? Oh no. Oh, just you wait, brother. Just you wait. We'll 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 get there in a minute. We'll get there in a minute. Uh, next game that's gonna happen tomorrow: the Suns will travel to Dallas, Texas, to play the Mavs. Phoenix leads the series 2-0. Chris, I think we both agree that the Phoenix Suns are gonna win. I, I think you and I both agree here. Here's the question: Is it a sweep or is it five games? I think it's gonna be five. I think Luca can make something happen and get them, you know, and get them a win. Are you on my side here, or do you think it won't matter? It's just going to be a sweep. I think it's going to go at least five games. I do because uh, mm. I think Doncic is going to win at least. They're going to win at least one of these games in uh, Dallas. Right. Yep. I, I yeah. really do. And I mean, if if you look, if you go by numbers, Dallas is uh, four and one their last five games as home underdogs. So, yep. I mean, they do good. At, they play well at home. So I look for them to at least win one here in Dallas. Yeah, uh, I don't think they have enough to beat the Suns in a seven-game series just because Doncic don't have enough help. Right. He's doing yeah. Everything. <laughs> yeah, I, and I, I'm I'm with you right there, bro. I I really am. I I do think it's a situation where it's kind of it's the Dallas Lucas at this point, bro. The 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 you know the Dallas Doncic is like you know like I don't think he's gonna stay there too long if they don't start. I said this. I said the same thing. I think eventually there's gonna be a point where Lucas like, look, you guys are trying everything you can. But it's it's to a point where it's like it's not enough. I I just gotta go elsewhere. Like, and I really believe that. I think by next year, we're gonna start hearing some inklings that Luca's gonna be unhappy, and it sucks because he just signed that huge extension. But the thing is, when that extension runs out, Luca will still he will. I don't even think he would be in his prime. And that was one of the big reasons they got rid of Carlisle last year was because him and him and Luca wouldn't Luka get along. Heads. Right. So now you got a new head coach. You know, you tried it with Chris Stapps, it didn't work. You trade Chris Stapps for Spencer Dinwiddie. That's not working right now, which is insane. Because Spencer Dinwiddie can't do absolutely no. dog water right now, bro. Brunson's not playing good at all Br- either. Right, Brunson had a great series against the Jazz. Now, all of a sudden, the dude is playing like a Jazz. It's insane right now, bro. Like, dog, it, it's insane. I think that's why Dallas will win at least one game, because I don't think they'll play that bad. At home, both right, both games at home. I think they'll at least win one of them because of that. Because like they can't, you can't play that bad four games straight. <laughs> no way. You you better not. No, I mean not if you're wanting to you better not. as an organization. Excuse me, as an organization that wants to keep Luca. No, you can't. Yeah. You can't do that. No, because you go get no. swept, man. Luca's not going to stay around too long. It's gonna be insane. Freaky says free software more like Freaky Friday. Yeah, you already know, bro. Oh man, I honestly, I just, I look at Luca the same. I look at Jokic. I understand you're gonna lose. Just losing five. Don't get swept. If you lose in five, nobody was gonna bother you. Just don't get swept. The next game, it's gonna happen tomorrow. Celtics at Bucks. I th- I th- you already know where I'm going with this. Celtics winning by double digits. Yeah. Um, I think I said, but I think this is going to be a very entertaining game. This right here is a very pivotal game. Cause I, I was talking to Dustin. He said, basically 
Well, I think, I think it was like oh, oh, over if whoever wins game two wins the series. Oh, I'm sorry, game three. When the series is tied and they won game three, whoever wins game three wins the series over 70% of the time. But that's not the reason why I'm not even ignoring. I'm ignoring that. The reason why I think this game is going to be extremely critical and extremely pivotal. And Chris, obviously, I'm going to give you the floor. So that way, if you disagree with me, you can let me know. But game one, the Milwaukee Bucks dominated the Boston Celtics in every way imaginable to get a one to get a one zero lead. All everybody, all the experts were saying the Celtics are going to get swept. They're not going to win a game. Milwaukee's just a better team. All that stuff, right? Here comes game two, where now it's the opposite. The Boston Celtics dominated the Milwaukee Bucks every way imaginable. And then everyone was like, huh, maybe we're too hard on the Celtics. So I think coming into game three, the Bucks want to prove game one is the reality that we're just that much better. And I think the Celtics want to prove that game two is the reality and that they're that much better. Whenever a guy, whenever a team blow each other out like that, pause, game three is usually the pivotal game where whoever wins that one not only has the momentum, not only has the morale boosted, but will win the series. Do you agree with me? Yeah, I agree with you. And I, I think the Celtics win this game. And I'll be honest with you, when I was first breaking down these games, because you know I do my sports bet each show. Yeah. And I was breaking down the games for uh, tomorrow, which I, I put my picks out for tomorrow in the morning. At first, I, I had the Bucks winning. But the more I, I looked at the game, I, I end up going with the Celtics to win this game for a couple of reasons. One, the Celtics have been great as a road un, road dogs ish. Uh, their last they're five and zero. Their last five as road dogs. Yep. And the Bucks are one and five. Their last six home games. So the Bucks haven't played haven't played lights out at home. And the Celtics, I just think I think this is going to be a low scoring a lower scoring game than what the first two games were. I think it's going to be more of a defensive battle. And I think I think the Celtics are going to be able to stop the Bucks more than the Bucks will be able to stop the Celtics. I think the Celtics are going to get this win tonight or tomorrow night. I mean, you have a fan who wants to see your chest. Frankie's demanding that you show him your chest. Um, so just know <laughs> if uh, you're just minding your business and all of a sudden you hear, show me your chest. Don't panic. It's just Frankie for some <laughs> unknown reason, wanting to see your chest. We will Frankie, why you want to see it? We don't know, but you know what? No judgment here. No judgment at all. Look, for me, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff that is going to have to factor into this win. Um, obviously, we know the coaching. Um, it being at home. Do you think it'll be a lower scoring game than the first two O's since they've... No. I don't, well, Or it could be a higher scoring too because I don't think one team's going to shoot great and another team shoot terrible. That's what's happening no. in the two games. I think no. that's even out more. I, th I think I think the Celtics shoot at a I, I think the Celtics shoot at a higher percentage, probably about like one, maybe two percent higher. Yeah, like that. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I don't think it's gonna be like how a shot Celtics stop, shot like thirty three percent, or I think game two the Bucks shot, I think it was like forty three or something like that, like yeah. the low four. So I don't think it'll be like that. I think it'll be like forty nine to forty seven, 
48 to 46 or 46 yeah. to 47, something where, like I said, I think it'll be within two, two percent. That's what I you think. Know? I think it's going to be more balanced out than what it was the first two games. Right. Yeah. I, I, I do think so. I, I, I think the same, but I will say this, uh, the Celtics are, are showing you that not only can Giannis be stopped, but we're starting to expose him a lot. He is he, game one. He shot thirty six percent from the floor. Game two, he shot forty. He shot forty, right? And for all the people that are saying, "Oh, look, look what else he did," yeah, again, game one, you had to rely on the Celtics missing wide open shots. Let's just call it what it is. You had to hope and pray that not only our two best players were cold, but everybody, everybody, was uh was was basically. Yeah. Cold. And give me one second, real quick. Okay, so Ryan Bader won. Okay. Now I was just I was just checking because yeah, Ryan Bader won by unanimous decision. Which... Yeah, I was looking. I was waiting for him to uh, show who won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, he won. Yep, he won by unanimous decisions now. Congo's just get, fight. getting up there in age. Who? Con- Congo. Oh, yeah. Chuck Congo. Oh, his, his old self. Yeah, his old self. I think I was <laughs> reason, Honestly, the only reason he's fighting is because they were in, in, in they were France. In France. Uh, <laughs> gotta show my chest. That's right. I'm about that business. Uh, Frankie says Celtics in six. And I, I'm, I listen, I think Celtics are going to win in six. I really do. Um, but again, if you if you need a hope for the Celtics to shoot thirty three percent from the floor for you to win, come on, come on. If yeah. uh, let me just put it, if you have to hope for any team to shoot thirty three percent from the floor for the entire series for you to win, you're screwed. Well, then, and something else people aren't realizing when you look at the numbers of that in Game Two. The Bucks shot a better percentage from the floor than what the Celtics did. The Celtics shot a better percentage from three-point okay. range. Yeah. But from the floor, the Buck the Bucks shot better than the Celtics did. So it wasn't like when everybody said, Oh, yeah, the Celtics shot lights out. Yeah, they they did, but it wasn't like they shot that much better than the Bucks. It was just they were right. hitting three. By the way, Frankie, yeah, uh Charles Oliver, we're gonna be talking about that. We're gonna be talking about that because we're gonna be breaking down that entire card. So but yeah, we're gonna but before that. Grizzlies at Warriors. Um, I have Memphis in seven. I think Memphis wins tonight. Um, or I'm sorry, tomorrow. I basically think they're going to split the series. Or are they going to split it here 2-2? So that way, you know, by the time we get to game six, it's going to be 2-2. Um, game five, I'm sorry. Game five, 2-2. I was doing the math. I was like, hold on now. I'm, I'm off it. Um... By the way, this is how much I hate Steph Curry. I have I have an unreal hatred for Steph Curry. I hope that the next time he writes his name, he misspells it. And I hope he wrote it with pen, so he has to go get white out. He has to white it out, and he has to wait for it to dry before we can rewrite his name. Okay? I hate him. Okay? I hope he finds shoes in his favorite color. And they're out of stock. That's the type of hatred I have for Steph Curry. 
That's it. I hope when he goes and I hope when he goes into the bathroom to, you know, take a bath and just alleviate himself from a long day. I hope it's not hot enough to for there to be steam in the bathroom. I just want mild inconvenience for the guy. That's that is the amount of hatred I have for Steph Curry. I hope the next time he goes out to a restaurant, he wants a steak medium and he gets it medium well. I just slight inconveniences I want for this guy. That's the amount of that's the type of hatred I have for Steph. Now, I don't want nothing bad happening to him, right? I, I want him to be I don't I don't want him to break a leg or 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 anything like that. I wish nothing bad upon his children or his wife or anything like that. You know what I mean? I just hope that one day his kid actually calls him Stephanie. Like that's it. Like I I want mild inconvenience for this man. That's the type of hatred I have for him. Really is. I, matter of fact, I hope he has a perfect game. Like I hope I hope game three he has a perfect game, right? I hope it's he we goes twenty for twenty from the floor. Okay, there's there's like one second left. He's got the ball in his hands, right? And then he goes hit the game winner. And I hope that's the only shot he misses. That's the major half of this dude. Again, please, you know, uh, be healthy, you know, do all that stuff, no problem. But I just hope the next time that he smiles, it's an ugly smile, and the you know, and people take pictures of it. I don't care. I don't like. It. I got Grizzlies winning to tomorrow night. You agree with me? I don't know if they'll win. I have the Warriors. Still have the Warriors winning this series. Uh, in uh, I said six at the beginning. Now I'm thinking it's going to go seven because what really, well, what's worrying me is that the Losing uh, Gary Payton the second for the Warriors is going to be a big deal mm-hmm. because he's the only one they have that's had any success trying to guard Morant this season, really. And lose, losing him is going to be a big. I think it's going to be a big deal. So it, uh, I'm worried about the Warriors. Uh, I can't believe the sports books have the uh, Warriors as seven point favorites in tomorrow night's game, which so I don't I, understand that at all. Actually, in my picks, I get I gave out. I took the Grizzlies plus the seven points because even if the Grizzlies lose, it's not going to be. I don't think it's going to be by seven, seven or more points. No, it's going to be a close game. I, 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 this game right here or this series, not it, no one's getting blown out. That's just my opinion. Pause. I don't know about it. So yeah, I, no I one's about the Grizzlies plus seven was the pick I'm giving out tomorrow. It's like seven points. I don't understand that line at all. <laughs> Neither do I. I mean, I'm what I'm assuming. The only thing I'm assuming is they're they're basically hedging their bets that Clay's gonna have a great night tomorrow. That's basically the only excuse you, I could think that you could that you'll be able to tell me for it to make sense because do you given how Peyton, Clay's been playing, you oh. think Peyton being out is gonna be a big deal? Massive deal, massive because that people don't sense. understand his he only had one job and that was to play defense on John Morant. That's it. That's it. It's like if you could, if if you can give us ten points. Cool, fine, whatever. By the way, Rob, what it do, baby? Hey, what's like, up, Rob? If you can give us some points, great, cool, whatever. But your job is to just run around. You're on him, and you're stuck with him no matter what. That's be a, it. Be a pest. Exactly. Like you're 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 focusing solely on him. The problem now is now Jordan Poole has to play on him. So now that kind of puts an awkward situation where. Now you need you need Clay to be Clay again. Yeah, because Poole might, might not have the same offensive presence. Would have nope. to expend that much energy all on that, defense. All that energy on defense? No, he's not. He's not going to be able to. 
And, Clay, and Clay's not, not the team. guy defensively he used to be where you were. Uh, and, and, but, but that's the thing. Yeah, where he guard jaw the whole game. Right. Like, that's the thing. Like, where Clay is at right now, I wouldn't be comfortable putting him on jaw the whole game. I so wouldn't. have to put it between him and. Uh, Unless he split it. That's Unless split it they split it. Pool, I would say. Yeah, I would split it between him and Poole. And then when you want Poole to, to kind of take over, you know what I mean? Have the ball in his hands and you put Clay on him, you know? But that's probably something you could consider doing. That's probably. I but, think it's going to be a big deal because I mean, he's the only one that's had any, really had any success trying to guard Morant. To be honest. And on top of that, like a lot of their guards aren't defenders. Let's be honest here. He really well, – I mean, listen, I like Jordan Poole, but he's not a defender. Now, I give him credit because he tries. At the bare minimum, Jordan Poole attempts to play defense. So, okay, cool. But he's he's not exactly a defender. Steph, we know Steph ain't a defender. So it's like he was the only one who truly could guard guys. And Clay has been position. the defender he used to be since he's been right. back. Exactly. So Zoinks, Rob says Warriors in five. Keep that energy, bro. Keep that energy. I'm still sticking with the Warriors, but I got seven. Just because I, I I was I chose the Warriors to begin with, so I'm not going flip flop, but. I ain't gonna lie, I'm I'm worried about it after Peyton getting hurt. Mm, um, I hope and, Steph hey, and we've been talking about Clay Thompson not shooting great. Steph Curry hasn't been shooting been great, shooting great either. In the first two games of the series either. Nope, nope, not definitely not. It's definitely not as bad as Clay. No, but it's it it's it ain't it ain't Steph Curry like, which is a shame. Which I I think listen, I'm not worried about Steph. I think Steph snaps out of it because you know I I I think he'll have a, you know. You see him have his game moments. or two where he's off, and then boom, he, he right, and then off. he goes back. Right, my my true concern is Clay. That's my concern because ever since he came back, he's been inconsistent. And the other thing I'm concerned about in this game is the referees. They're gonna their whistles are going they're they're gonna be calling every little thing because of how chippy at, last game got. Right, they're going to play at, like they've been letting them play. I think there's gonna be a bunch. At of least, whistles. listen, at least, at least in the first quarter. Right, but at, at, at least they've been consistent with it. Yeah, I, well, I think I'm this not, game listen. is going to be worse. So because no, of, definitely they're, because they're going to want to stop it. Yeah, because they're going to they're going to stop it. I, I like when they let them play. Be fit, let them play. Don't I don't like the referees to be deciding who wins the game with some petty whistles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the NBA after players getting hurt and stuff, they're going to be cracking down on that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And then Rob says Steph hasn't really shot that well since he broke the record. Yeah, he's been look, he broke the record, and all of a sudden basketball is just kind of not his thing anymore. So um we'll see though. I'm not I'm 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 interested to see because like I said, for me personally, I'm not worried about Steph. I'm more worried about Clay. Clay's the one I'm I'm more worried about. So um what are you doing? Okay. Yeah, so my little girl's like climbing up and like jumping. So oh, I remember those days. Yeah, and like I, and I would try to tell her to stop, but I get no respect. So, but tomorrow UFC 274. Uh, Chris, we were talking about this earlier. It's a solid card. This yeah. is a solid card. I liked it. It tickles me in the right way. Um, starting off with the opening bout, is going to be a lightweight bout. Donald Cerrone is coming in 
Cowboys. At a minus 180 favorite. Will be facing off Joe Lozon, who's a plus 155 underdog. Who you got here? Uh, well, real quick, Woj is reporting that Embiid is going to play tonight. You said what? Woj is reporting that Embiid likely to return tonight. So I would Whoa. say Embiid's Whoa. probably going to play. No! Hold on! You said what? Yep. They're saying, hey, Woj dropped the bomb. He's saying Embiid's playing. He just said it on the NBA countdown. Whoa! But back Whoa! Whoa! So that makes that game a little more interesting. Oh! Oh! Easy. Too easy. <laughs> Philly and six. Get out of here. Philly but, uh, six. I like Cowboy Cerrone. versus Lozon. I like Cerrone in this fight. But I've been a Cowboy fan forever. Uh, the only thing that does worry me about in this fight a lot with uh, Cerrone is he hasn't fought at this weight in six years. So this is that weight cut, how that weight cut going to affect him. But I just, I think Cerrone has a little bit more power in the zone and I, I think Cerrone's going to win the fight, but the weight cut does kind of scare me since he hasn't fought this weight in six years. I'm going Joe Lozon. And the only reason I'm going with him, is like you said, Cowboy is a welterweight. It's been six long years since he's been here. Yeah. Especially now, and we got to remember, this is not a Donald Cerrone that, this ain't a prime cowboy anymore. No. This is a cowboy towards the end of his career, so I think you get that. But he's like on a, what, a two, three fight losing streak right now? Uh, he's actually 0-4 with one no contest in his last five. So, even worse, right? Lazone like, Lazone is two and three in his last five. Right, which, uh, right again, I don't know who I would trust. But again, neither one, neither one of these guys are still in their prime. You know right, I mean? but my thing is, I'm, I'm, t if, if, if you're looking at two guys, I'm going with the guy who's at least fighting at his comfortable weight. This is Joe Lozon's weight class. He's comfortable here. It's been like it's been like you said, six years, six years, that's, and that's now you want to cut weight. Go with Cerrone because I'm, I'm a big Cerrone guy, right. but. The weight thing, that weight listen, cut does scare me a lot. That's why I said I won't be I can't be mad if somebody says Lazone's gonna win this right. fight. And you get good value at plus 155. Right. I mean, if you're and, a gambler, you get good value with taking Lazone. Right. And the thing is, if if you want Donald Cerrone, like if Donald, if this was at welterweight, I, we have a whole other conversation. Again, yeah. it's only because he's got to cut the weight. That's the only concern I have. Hopefully, it proves me wrong because I like Cowboy. I really do. I want him, I want him to ride off in the sunset, no pun intended, with a win. Uh, next fight is going to be a light heavyweight bout. Mauricio Shogun Hua, who's a plus 195 underdog against Ovin St. Pierre. Approved. My bad. OSP at a minus 240 underdog or um, favorite. I'm not touching this with a 10 foot pole in terms of betting. Oh, I'm no. I wouldn't it. put money on it, though. No. I think St. Pru wins, but Same. I wouldn't put money on it. Say, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm with OSP right here. Uh, this is the same OSP who all those years ago gave John Jones a little bit of trouble. He, well, he, beat, he beat Rua back in 2014 as well. Right. So, right. So I think this, yeah. So this is their second time fighting. I think OSP handles his business. For me, this is, this is just a fight. Listen, if you want to put five bucks down on, on Shogun, whatever. Cool. 
I'm not touching this though. I'm not touching this. This is this is this is not worth it, in my opinion. They're just two older guys, and I think St. Prue has a little more left than what Rua does. That's to be honest, St. Prue, but yeah, I'm not. This ain't one I'd be confident enough on to put money on. Right, right, right. Now the next fight. This one is very intriguing. It's a lightweight bout. Number five ranked Michael Chandler, who's a minus three sixty five favorite against El Kukui, seventh ranked Tony Ferguson. I spelled it wrong. He's a plus two eighty underdog. Me personally, I don't think I don't think Tony Ferguson has that anymore. I don't either. I think, I think Chandler wins this fight. Uh, Ferguson's last two fights, he's looked—I hate to say—he's looked old. Uh, he hasn't—he's looked like almost a shell of himself his last two fights, and a lot of it, I think, yeah, he—he he always does a lot of damage in his fights, but he takes a lot of damage in his fights, and I think that's caught up to him. He because his last few fights, he's just—he hasn't looked the same. He's looked old, and uh, it sucks because I love watching Ferguson fight, but I think Chandler's going to uh, be too much for him. It's hilarious. Because we forget he's a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. He's a black belt Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Like, to me, that's insane. It's wild. It's crazy. Um, the way I look at it. And again, I like Tony Ferguson, but I don't think he's got it. I think he's at this part of his career where, and honestly, I would say, you know, Frankly, maybe it's just me, but I've been saying this for a while. Like, he needs to just retire. I've said it since his last about two fights ago. I, after that, after he lost to Gaethje, because yeah. that that looked horrible. That loss looked horrible. I was like, nope, mm -mm, go, just 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 retire. Hopefully, he don't do like BJ Penn to, did and just keep trying to fight, keep fighting, and keep no, fighting. No, yeah, I hope he does. You've had too great of a career. Let people remember you as that, not remember you as going out there when you shouldn't be out there. Right, right, and and that's that's just again that's just me. Like, I don't, I, I don't, I got Michael Chandler first round knockout. And UFC kind of done Ferguson wrong, I thought, because they he could never get that title fight when he was on that win streak. And then he but but it wasn't his fault though. Yeah, it wasn't his fault because that it was just this dude, um, this dude, um, uh, Habib was always getting hurt and pulling out. Yep. So, you know, <laughs> I just saw a meme. It said Charles Oliveira. You watch wrestling, right? Yeah, you do. You watch. Yeah. Um, it said Charles Oliveira miss weight, and it says Conor McGregor, and then the meme is Seth Rollins cashing in his Money in the Bank contract at WrestleMania, and it's just him running down the at, at Mania, just cashing it in, just running down. <laughs> oh man, I love it here, man. I love it here, but yeah, nah, man. Look, I got Michael Chandler. Yeah, that's who I have too. Yeah. Um, next one, the co-main women's strawweight champion. Rose Thug Rose, not my units, Thug Rose against number two ranked Carla Cookie Monster Esparza. Not my units is a minus 210 favorite. Esparza is a plus 175 underdog. Maybe I'm crazy. I think Carla Esparza has an actual legitimate chance. Oh, yeah, I think she has a chance. I think no, no, Namahunas is going to win. 
But and the reason I think Nami Hoos gonna win is because gonna be on their feet striking. I think she's the mm. better striker mm-hmm. than Esparza. Plus, Nami Hoos is good off her back, and Esparza is a wrestler. She wants to get you down, do that ground and pound. Right. That's gonna be interesting. That's gonna be interesting to see if she can get that takedown and be able to control control Rose on the ground for uh, a round or two. I could see her winning this fight, but I like Nami Hoos basically because I just think she's more comfortable on the feet with the striking. Esparza's improved a lot on her striking. You know, I mean, when she first came in the UFC, I remember when these two fought or these two were in the ultimate fighter right. years ago. Esparza didn't have hardly no striking at all. She looks a lot better now than than she did. But I just still, I think Namahunas' improvement on her striking is, has been pretty good as well. I'm gonna go Rose Namahunas. I do believe that in that rematch, Shangwei Lei won. I, I thought she beat. Rose Namajunas. I did too. I saw a very timid Thug Rose. I I, I saw a very nervous, playing it safe Rose Namajunas, and I didn't like that at all. Um, yeah, I and I, I fear she might come out with that same mentality and that same vibe against Carlos Barza. I really am scared, but I'm gonna go with Thug Rose. But. If you're feeling risky, if you're if you're if you're feeling it, taking Carlos Esparza with the under. Yeah, I mean, because that's not you're getting not good bad. value. You really are solid. So, and now the main event. It was supposed to be a for the lightweight championship. Charles Oliveira weighed in at 155 and one half pounds. Had an hour to cut the weight, and didn't. So he, the champion, has missed weight. In case those of you who don't know what that means, the lightweight title is now vacated. Charles Oliveira has been stripped of it, so he's not the champ anymore. If he wins, the title is vacated. There's no champion. If Justin Gaethje wins, then he gets the title. So... Okay, these UFC rules are uh, are kind of out there to me. So before we get into Charles Oliveira missing weight, who you got here, Oliveira or Gaethje? Uh, I have Gaethje winning this fight, and this was mm. before this was before I knew Oliveira very missed weight. And that even makes that, if he had that tr- much trouble cutting weight, that even worries me a little bit about Oliveira now. But I didn't know that before. I just think I think Gaethje on his feet was was going to be able to hurt Oliveira. And uh, and Gaethje's not bad on the ground either. He has pretty good mm-hmm. grappling. But yeah, I, I just favored Gaethje in this fight. Other than one thing that did worry me, Gaethje's not good off his back. So if Oliveira can get that, could get a takedown and get on top, I think Oliveira is in a big advantage there. But uh, I like Gaethje to win this fight. And then finding out he didn't make weight even uh, made me feel a little better about it. Because if he had that much trouble cutting weight, how's he going to feel tomorrow night? Yeah, so originally I had Charles Oliveira winning. Um, but now at this point, I don't I I I'm, I'm gonna go with Justin Gaethje. Charles Oliveira really has no incentive to win. There's nothing there for him to want to win, to care about winning. So that automatically puts him as a at a disadvantage. So I think Justin Gaethje does get this win. Um let me ask you something. We are kind of in a situation now where Dana White is now letting guys just walk away no problem. If he doesn't want you there, he'll let you know. 
right? Francis Ngannou is one of them, right? Like uh, Ngannou, when he in his win over uh, Cyril Gan, refused to put the belt around Ngannou. Okay, this is also a Charles Oliveira that the company almost released before. Before all of a sudden he was able to get it together. Do you think this is the end of Charles Oliveira in the UFC? I don't know. I think he'll probably. I think he'll fight maybe another fight just because he sells tickets. And who else? They they really don't have nobody else at the top of that division right now. With because the uh, Habib retired, you have Gaethje. Fer, Ferguson starting to get older. Chan, I mean, you have Chandler, but is Chandler is Chandler going to beat Gaethje or Oliveira? Maybe on maybe on one of his best days, but I mean, I don't know. I I think Oliveira will get another fight, but. I do agree with you. He's getting on thin ice with the UFC. But, man, these UFC, the UFC weight rules don't make no sense. Why does everybody on the card but the championship fights get a pound? If you're going to give a pound allowance, give it to everybody or don't give it to any nobody. So all the fighters that fight fight tomorrow night got a pound except for the four the four fighters in the championship fights. They had They had to make exact weight. But uh, and I hear people saying Oliveira, there's no way he tried because uh, if he couldn't lose a half pound in an hour, he was probably too dehydrated. <clears throat> if you've never tried to cut weight before, I've wrestled before, and I've got to where you get to where you, you can't sweat no more. Nope. So when you're losing weight like that, all you're doing is getting the water out of your body. Right. And once, once you get it all out, you can't sweat no more. You're done. I mean, there ain't, I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. I missed weight by like one like 0.1 one time in high school because I was stupid and was over like 10 pounds a day before the meet. That was my own fault, but right. I didn't get to wrestle over 0.1. So, I mean, I, I understand not letting them, I understand losing the title, but I just think if you're going to give a pound, give it to everybody because it, this kind of affects, if you're the UFC, it kind of affects your card going into this great pay-per-view. Instead of talking about the fight, we're talking about him missing weight. Right. And it's it's it really is a very unfortunate situation where either A, don't give a pound to anybody, or B, give it to everyone. And that's fine. Like, again, me personally, if you want to give like a pound where it's like, okay, you never know. Because honestly, it's smart. Because now there's rumors going around that the actual scale was basically a heavy scale, meaning it added more weight. That's why it's always a good idea to make sure he just think that's why it's a good idea to have that pound thing in case there's a problem with the equipment. You have that pound. Um, see, in so, wrestling, our rule of thumb was you always wanted to be at least a half pound under on, mm -hmm. on our scale because you didn't know because you don't exactly. know what the other scale is going to do. So you wanted to have that about half pound leeway. Because right. every scale isn't the same. I don't know. Nope. Um, so per the UFC, if Oliveira wins, he'll be the number one contender for the vacant lightweight championship and will fight the next challenger for the undisputed title belt at a time and place to be determined. So so basically. Charles Oliveira is fighting wins, he's gonna be in a fight. Right. He he basically is gets first dibs at the vacant title, and it'll be him against whoever they want to, whether it's a rematch with is with um uh, 
with Dustin Poirier, whether you want to give it to Islam Makachev, Neil Darouche, maybe a lot of people are worried that Conor McGregor is going to come back and get that. Like, so I, I guess it gives you something to, you know, for Charles Oliveira to incentivize him. Here's my concern, though. At some point, you need to look at Charles Oliveira and say, bro, you need to move up in weight because this isn't the first time he's always had a, he's, he's always had a problem. And it, it looked like he was good, but, man, this is insane. At some point, you just got to, nah, bro. Like, it's insane. That's insane. Yeah, and, I, and I'm not saying nothing bad about him because, hey, cutting weight's tough. It, I know it's no fun at all. But if you're trying to – you know when you're trying to lose too much. and It's like, why, why put yourself through that? You're going to be just as healthy going in, moving up a weight class, and being able to, to – and and my 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 thing is in your body you're you're right. going to perform better. And my thing is I don't mind you cutting that weight if you can't if you can't if it gets to a point where you're at 155 like that's 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 where you're supposed to be at you're fighting at 55 you're at 155 and a half and you can't cut that half like that half a pound yeah it's time to you, move up a weight class <laughs> it, it's it's time to move up because I, a lot of guys what they do. They're welterweights, right? But what they do, like, for instance, like, I don't care what anyone says. Dustin Poirier is a welterweight. He's a, he can fight at welterweight. Yeah. What he does, he cuts the weight so that way, heading into the lightweight fight, he can balloon up again. Yep. And it, and and that's fine. And it works if you can cut the weight and make what if you can make 55. The problem with Charles Oliveira he can't make 55 consistently enough. Oh, and when they're cutting that weight, all they're doing is, uh, like the week before, they're going to try to lose the weight. They're just basically drinking nothing but water. They put a bunch, get a bunch of water in your system, and then you, you're just trying to sweat it all out. Right. I mean, and eventually you get to a point where you, you like I said, you don't sweat no more, so you're done. He had to get to that point to not be able to lose a half pound an hour. Yep, 100%. So, but again... That's it's gonna be very interesting to see how that goes. But again, for that main event, if Justin Gaethje wins, he's the undisputed lightweight champion. Charles Oliveira wins. Not only is the title, he becomes the number one contender, and the title is still vacant. So let's see what happens there. But Chris, thank you for joining me. Um, again, where can the people find you? Uh, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch at uh, Gonzo Sports Room. Or on actually on Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Everything's at Gonzo Sports Room. Uh, we're going to be doing a live watch along tomorrow night for the UFC uh, on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. So come join us for that. I think Pride's going to jump on with us for a little while. So yes, sir. Should be a great night of fights. I'm I'm ready for it. Yes, sir. And again, it's some good fights on the prelims. So I mean, it's yes, be, sir. Be yeah, we were fight. talking about it earlier. We we're talking about earlier. Some of these fights on the on the prelims and early prelims look pretty good, but um. For Chris, uh, it's uh, at Gonzo Sports Room, G-O-N-Z-O-S-P-O-R-T-S-R-O-O-M. It's with pride on behalf of Chris. I'll be back here on Monday, and again, tomorrow I will be joining him, uh, old Chris, for the watch-along of UFC 274. But I have, on behalf of Chris, it's your boy Pride. I'll be back here on Monday. Chris, thank you for being here. Everyone else, thank you for watching and listening. Until then, y'all know what to do. Be safe. Knew where that was going. That was a great read. Ooh, Lillard from the logo. That'll quiet the two on the season. Second and one for the Bills.
They handle the rush. Allen looking. It's down. Two to Shohei Otani. Center field. Let's watch it go. Did several of those inside low kicks. Oh. 